It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for our weekly conversation with college football analyst Petros Papadakis. Not that I'm a smart guy. I am stupid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. 41 yards. If you're hurt in an accident, call Sweet James right away at 800-500-5200. Sweet James will be sweet to you, but tough on insurance companies that will bully you. Baruch Adonai, Baruch And now with Petros, here's Dave Softy Muller. Losers. Ah, Softy and Dick without the soft one for the remainder of the week, but that does not mean that we don't get to talk to our friend, Petros Papadakis, who is here right now, brought to you by... Sweet James Bergener, the dense beard of justice, Dick. At 800-500-5200, he is the man you call if you've ever been in a car accident, a motorcycle accident, maybe you've been bitten by a dog. If that happens, your insurance company will take advantage of you. Yes, they are not how they seem on television with polos and smiles on their faces and pocket protectors. No! They'll string you out and they'll make you look like a fool. Call Sweet James to prevent that. SweetJames.com or 800-500-5200. Hello, Dick. Hello. You frequently discuss the dense, dense beard of justice. Have you ever stroked that dense beard to truly determine how dense said beard is? Well, I've been uh, I've been around with uh, Sweet James. Uh, <laughs> we've been uh, I, he was uh, just James Bergener when I met him. I named him Sweet James Bergener, and now, of course, uh, well, his ex is on the uh, Real Housewives of uh, Orange County, <laughs> right? And there's even more interest in in him than ever. Wow! Uh, but the answer is yes. I have to touch his beard. Beautiful. Well, uh, I just uh, I just got back from uh, even further south than you, my friend. I was uh, down in Los Cabos, Mexico, with my family. I'd never wow, that's deep. I had never taken the family out of the country on a family vacation before. You know, we do the you know do the Hawaii thing, do the Southern California thing. This was uh, this was an interesting uh, experience with a twelve. Did you go to the pharmacia? Get yourself some Xanax to we, handle yeah. the stress. <laughs> Yeah, the pharmacia, uh, yes, the the market. Uh, we we went down to uh, the the beach there in front of Cabo, and uh, let's just say my son is at an interesting age. If he was any, oh, that's nice. If he was if he was any older, he'd be uh, gawking at the scantily clad ladies with uh, bare buns. If he was any younger, he'd probably be covering his eyes. But he's in that kind of sweet spot at twelve yeah, years of age where really know what's he happening. has. No idea how to handle it. So we he all just, develop at different yeah, times. He just kind of shut. He just shut down. I just kind of look at him, and he's just he's just off into space, not knowing how to deal with the vendors coming up to him, not knowing how to deal with the with the bare buns coming at him. Do you well, have any didn't words you of advice? Didn't you buy advice? him a giant? Uh, Pikachu Bank or anything. <laughs> They're often for sale uh, everywhere in Mexico. I got to be honest with you, Dick. I am not a big uh, Mexican. I'm not a big anything. Like I don't go anywhere anymore. Every few years, I drag my ass to Greece where my wife and I got married. Sure. And uh, maybe she'll take me some other place in Europe. 
that I'm reluctant to go, but then after I go, I act like, you know, I'm from there too. Uh, but <laughs> I have not been to Mexico, but a few times. I, I don't get down there very much, uh, only because it reminds me of a uh, <clears throat> darker time in my life. I However, uh, I know that there are great family vacations uh, available all through Mexico in great towns like Mazatlan, mm-hmm. Alcapuco, uh, <laughs> Los Cabos, uh, wherever you were. But did you see what happened in uh, uh, Alcapuco last night? With the German tennis player, he oh. beat the crap out of the chair. Z- yeah, Zarev, and, Zarev, and he got uh, he got suspended from the tournament, right? Zarev, the guy's like the number three player in the world, Sasha Zarev from Germany, but like probably a Russian guy. <laughs> he beat the crap out of the out of the chair, and they had to throw him out of the tournament. And he was just messing around playing doubles, and he beat the crap out of the chair. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable video. And I mean, it doesn't, it, you think about it like in terms of like what we do and football and stuff, and it's not really odd. It's frowned upon, but it's not odd to see somebody slam their helmet on the sideline right. in frustration. Right. You know, it, it, we see these guys toss an iPad over their shoulders every once in a while. Or Tom a Brady's done it, yeah. Yeah, all the time, you know. So we're used to that kind of aggression, you know, even in the NBA, you know, uh, people have to get held back from time to time, from each other. You know, it happened with Julius Randle and one of the assistant coaches for the <laughs> Knicks a few weeks back. But in tennis, you know, you have that racket, and it's very much frowned upon if you beat things with it. That's fair. I mean, they get really mad because there's racket shrapnel, and it could get in somebody's eye, and it's supposed to be such a gentleman's sport, and it's just great video to watch these guys shake hands and they're supposed to go over and shake hands with the umpire, and he just starts beating the chair. And then he kind of stops for a second, and then he comes back and beats the chair some more. And he's six foot six. I mean, we're not talking about like Michael Chang. Right. Exactly. You know, he's a big ass dude. And that, you know, I like that video. That video's got me going today. Well, that, you know, that sport, you know, you're supposed to have decorum in that sport as as you are in in golf and and it's good at this time of the year. You know, February's here, football's kind of is has winded down that, you know, the the NBA season, March Madness hasn't quite ra- ramped up yet. So, we're getting some news from these other sports we're and have it. I- indeed, and we're getting this uh from from our our old friend Phil Mickelson is uh, is certainly <laughs> in the news right now. What do you what do you make of a uh, of Phil going rogue and uh, making his statement, and then kind of, sort of apologizing, but not really apologizing, and uh, and where you think we're going to head from here with uh, with the uh, the Hall of Famer? Well, nothing can make you talk out of your ass more than a really engaged and active listener. As some say, a good listener is more rare than an adequate lover, okay. and uh, that is true. I mean, to get somebody really listening to you and they're nodding their head and acting like they're really into what you're saying. And I think that's what happened to Phil. <laughs> like, and I'll tell you one more thing. Sure, yeah, they cut off people's hands if they steal some stuff. Yeah, sure, there's no women's rights out there, and they barely let women drive. But why would I do it? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't know Phil Mickelson. From what I heard is uh, he's a real Gemini, so to speak. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm a Gemini, too. I am uh, as well. In, in real life. But uh, I don't I don't know him. Uh, I, I, do, I will say this. Recently... In my sports life, uh, probably because of the pandemic and because of my exasperation with a lot of uh, our own sports uh, over the pandemic and, and recently, I got really into F1 racing. 
and I have not a race person, Mm -hmm. you know, could not open up your trunk and point to where the transmission is. You know, I'm just not call. I call AAA every time I get a flat. That's me. That's me. Yeah, I'm useless. You know, I can barely screw in. I mean, you're a lot. Dick, you took your family to Mexico. You know, I mean, your son got to see all the anal clefts <laughs> and uh, all the chiclets to, for sale. I mean, you, you're giving your family an experience. You know, right. I, I am a hermit who okay. does very little. Uh, so uh, these things, uh, they escape me. But uh, I'm not a car guy. But I got really into F1 racing. And one of the reasons I got into F1 racing, and it's kind of relevant now because of the whole Ukraine thing that's all over the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like we're growing up in the 80s and Iron Eagle 3 is going to totally come out. It totally does, man. Uh, but uh, I like the international vibe of it, right? I like, and is it great that they have a Russian oligarch race in Sochi? No. You know, they have one in Saudi Arabia. I mean, they go everywhere where there's like still horrible human rights violations. Correct. And that's kind of part of it. It's part of the, you know, Qatar, Qatar or whatever it is, Qatar. Mm-hmm. It's part of the international flavor of uh, a lot of these sports. And golf is an international sport. Now, am I excusing any of these foreign governments absolutely not and we're in a time where i guess because of social media and because we're all kind of trying to lord over each other one way or another that we are very aware of all kinds of situations going on all over the world and some are are more i guess uh popular Mm -hmm. than others like there's always all kinds of bad stuff going on in africa and we don't have 24-hour news coverage of it Right. I yes. mean, there's all this stuff always happens in Saudi Arabia, but it's not like anybody's actively trying to stop it, you know, from our country or we're not really hearing about it. So these things pop up and we all have a chance to be indignant about it. And it's very confusing now because we're all supposed to have an opinion on what happens internationally. Like nobody watched the Olympics. Nobody. Like it was, yeah. a, they expected nobody to watch the Olympics and less people watched than that. I mean, why do you some think kind of, that, why is that? Why do you think that uh, is? Because I, I actually mean, was one of the few that that sat down and and you know I didn't watch it all night long, but I picked and chose my spots and I wanted to see the American superstars and hopefully they they did well and I and I watched with my family and we enjoyed it. Why why do you think more people were like that? Because I grew up doing that and so I kind of yeah. wanted to give my kids the same experience that I did in 1980 and 84 and 88 and 92 and all those years that was just the wheelhouse of the Olympics. For me, I'll never forget. You know, 1984. I was living in L.A. I was seven years old. That was a huge deal in this city. Yes. My brother got to go to track and field, and I didn't. And it was just a wild deal. I mean, that was amazing. And then I remember in '92 in Barcelona, we were in Athens, Greece. So uh, you know, we got to see a Greek win a gold medal and see what happens in a foreign country when somebody wins a gold medal, which doesn't happen all the time. And they threw like a two-day party for Pocket Hercules, you know. So I've gotten that vibe. I guess the overall, since I didn't really answer your question about Mickelson, and, you know, we see it with LeBron and the Olympics and China and all these different things that we're all kind of hyper-aware of now as adults because of social media, where it used to be a lot easier to bury your head in the sand and just look at the the horse races in the morning on the newspaper. Uh, I think it's really easy to step in it when you're talking about things internationally and those things vary in popularity or cause or what's cool or not cool to be behind or not behind. And it's best to, 
you know, reserve it (laughs) (laughs) for something that you're really an expert about. Like, I'm not an expert. I can only tell you about Greece and the village that I'm from. Now, why does it happen? Because there's billions of dollars of business to be done in China and Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi and Qatar mm-hmm. and all of these places. And it raises very interesting questions, ethical questions for all kinds of people. But I guess they all have to be handled individually. To answer your other question, though, Dick, I think that the part, the, the Olympics being in China really turned people off. And people did not, because part of watching the Olympics is to celebrate uh, the place, too. And nothing against the Chinese people or the country itself. I just think the Chinese government and their piles of money bought off the IOC again. Mm -hmm. And I think it just turned a lot of people off internationally. And they had a disastrous Olympic Games because of it. Oh, they certainly did. Well, I think also, too, the, the COVID protocols there that you would oh, that not have help, seen yeah. elsewhere. I mean, you're, you're watching, you know, you're watching the greatest athletes in the world compete in a completely empty arena. And that's just, it's hard to get juiced for something like that. Absolutely. And you'd think that they would, you know, find ways around it. But there's so much red tape and there's so many people that have been bought off a thousand times and. I mean, I'm sure there's people that are listening that, you know, I mean, God bless the Sounders and the Timbers and the Galaxy and LAFC and all that. But, I mean, what about the international soccer stuff? What about FIFA and and all the corruption there for decades and decades and decades? And Puff Daddy was right. You know, more money, more problems. And I think (laughs) when you start talking about this international stuff, it starts getting really, really uh, confusing. And it's very easy to point a finger and say those are bad people. And maybe you're right. But does that mean you don't want their millions and millions of dollars? I mean, people don't know that. Uh, who's the the Japanese tennis player? Oh boy, you're going down a road I'm not familiar you with. You know the Jap, the one, oh, the Osaka. Japanese tennis. Osaka. Yeah, 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 Naomi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, you know she grew up with a Haitian last name. Her mother's Japanese, and they, she got to be really good at tennis. Japan figured that out, right? And they paid her a buttload of money to represent Japan. Right. You know, and then you ask yourself, well, would you take that deal? I mean, my mom's German. <laughs> yeah. Know, what if Angela Angela Merkel showed up in my house with a ton of money? I'd be like, well, do I want to move to Berlin? You know, I mean, uh, they're tough choices for people to make because they're exceptional people and they have to answer a lot of questions. But uh, Phil Mickelson, for one, seems like a, a real treat to be around off camera. <laughs> Petros Papadakis joining us here on 950 KJR. Uh, interesting scene in college basketball. We're just now starting to get into the uh, the meat of the stretch run before uh, March Madness. And uh, Madness uh, was exactly what happened between Greg Gard and Jawan Howard. Uh, what did you make mm-hmm. of that and, and the punishment uh, that was levied towards uh, Jawan? Well, I, 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 think that, I think that cooler heads prevailed to a certain degree, and Jawan Howard had to do a full 180 probably took a lot longer than it had to, but did a full 180, a full apology, going to pay his fine and sit out. And this was a pattern, and there was a pattern and other uh, things that weren't seen on the court, too, of I think overall the the vibe I get is a pro basketball guy who thought he was going to be an NBA coach who doesn't really grasp or have his arms all the way around the way the college guys go about it when there's backups in the game and things of that nature. There's been a pattern of him trying to use his size and be intimidating in the in the college basketball realm and in the, in the conference. 
with Rutgers, I think, in Maryland. And, I mean, he tried to get angry with the coach who called a timeout because he was pressing the backups. Mm -hmm. And the coach tried to say, no, hey, here's what we do. And then he flew off the handle, and then they separated them, and then he flew off the handle and hit somebody, Yeah, which is way beyond the pale, especially at a place like Michigan. And I don't know if you've ever been to Ann Arbor or been inside that whole thing. I've done a game there, and they recruited me. And let me tell you something. They think a lot of themselves. Michigan loves itself some Michigan. Yeah. Almost as much as Notre Dame people. And you saw that in the defense of Jawan Howard because of the Fab Five and and all that from Michigan people such as Desmond Howard and stuff. Mm -hmm. When you go into that stadium, the big house, Dick, they don't have one commercial up. There's no Metrex. There's no uh, Toyota commercial. It's nothing. Yeah. It's just an looks M. like nineteen fifty five. Yeah, it's it's a naked lady. They they sacrificed thousands, millions of dollars every year, just because they don't do that. Now, of course, they have the jump man on the jersey. So what's the point? But <laughs> you know, and on the screen, it's just full indoctrination every time out. James Earl Jones, Gerald Ford, Tom Brady, Shem Beckler. This is the greatest university in the history of the. I mean, they are really <laughs> into Michigan, right? And. uh and they're all about development and the great school and all that stuff. And that's a bad look. You can't have that. You can't, you know, the, the high five line is an important thing for young people. It's something we're trying to keep going, you know, in sportsmanship in a very confusing time. And I just thought anybody defending the Jawan Howard thing and all the different things that got brought into it were, I mean, I was a college basketball PA guy for USC for over a decade. So I've seen that a thousand times. I've seen coaches get mad at each other. I've seen Tim Floyd had to be held back many times, but I've never seen anything like that. It was beyond the pale. Petros, before I let you go, I want to get your take on on something you and I were discussing last hour, and that is you know, the conversation of Russell Wilson and quarterbacks like Russell Wilson eventually taking less in their contracts like Tom Brady did in order to build the championship. We just had a quote from uh, you know Sue Bird re-signed for one more year with the Storm. She's taking the league minimum in order to make sure that the Storm can be as competitive as possible and pay other p- other pieces to try to win a fifth championship before she retires. What's your take on people that that would say that Russell Wilson and guys like that should take 5, 10, 12 million dollars less per year? to try to win a championship well i think it's just like anything you you have to weigh it out and weigh out the situation individually and who that guy is i think in a lot of situations when you're talking about stuff like that the the person that you're talking about you're hoping that that person wears your jersey for the remainder of their career if not only your jersey (laughs) forever Mm -hmm. and you're probably going to hire that that person in some other capacity even after retirement right right So, and, you know, the Brady example is very complicated. And, I mean, whoever thought anybody could play quarterback at that level for this long, it's just stupid. And it sets a standard that I'm not sure will ever be matched. Maybe it will with the way modern medicine and modern physio and all that is. Mm -hmm. But it's mind-boggling to me. I mean, that was a guy that that was playing college football when I was playing college football. It's just, it's hard to wrap my, my arms around. But I think that... Overall, when 
people start doing that, you know, you're talking about a lifetime ambassadorship, <laughs> you know, a Tommy Lasorda yeah. type of deal uh, with a with a with a franchise or even a university, you know, for that matter, uh, for your family, you know, your kids, your your brother, your 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 wife, you know, to get a job in the future. So when you start uh, giving back later in your career, I think there's a lot more involved than just what's on the piece of paper, if you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Exactly, exactly. And you maybe can maybe somebody up. might even give you a boat. Sure. No, a piece yeah, of ownership. Throw a boat into it. Yeah. Part of the ownership group. Yeah, or Sark what, had a boat. Or what? <laughs> Sark could have a boat. Petros, always a pleasure, my friend. We'll talk to you next time. And, uh, you know, soft to be back, and back next week for all his shenanigans with you on Wednesday. Very refreshing. Very refreshing. And say hello to Hugh. Will do. Will do. What's his middle name? Breedlove. <laughs> yeah. You breed love Millen, baby. You know what? Love you don't want to have to. You don't want to breed without love, because <laughs> it's going to be hard to hard to grow up on under that. That's right. Thanks, Petros. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dad. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.